Welcome to the daily objective day, <clears throat> sorry, day 139 of the war in Israel. Um, so, you know, the, it, it's been uh, a difficult few months and the content on this channel has been difficult. I think this is potentially the most difficult episode we're, we're going to do. So I want to um, give that warning to viewers that uh, this is not going to make for easy viewing, but I think it is something you absolutely uh should watch if uh, if uh, unless you know you know the details and you don't want them repeated and you should also uh share we're going to talk about the um the rapes the 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 sexual assault uh aspect of October 7th and how it ties into the uh the Palestinian way as we uh called it in the title uh this is a there's a report that was um released yesterday, I believe, by the Association of Rape uh, Crisis Centers in Israel. Um, I, I'm joined by James Valiant. Hey, James. Um, I think we should probably start by reading some of this. So again, uh, just bear in mind, this is not going to be easy to hear. And we're going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to read part of it, but we will have the report, uh, the link to the report in the, the chat in the description. <clears throat> So uh, <clears throat> so it says the report is uh, the first official research since October 7th consolidating evidence and proving uh, or providing conclusions. The report clearly demonstrates that this is not a malfunction or isolated incident, but a clear operational strategy involving systematic targeted sexual abuse. The report focuses on sexual and gender-based violence during the massacre of October 7th, 2023. Uh, and the war that ensued, serving as a primary um, testimonial uh, foundation indicating widespread sexual crimes. Uh, later on, there is uh, well, there's some of the details. The report finds that the uh, Hamas attack included brutal acts of violent rape, often involving threats with weapons specifically directed towards injured women. Many rape incidents occurred collectively with collaboration among the perpetrating terrorists. In some cases, rape was conducted in front of an audience, such as partners, family, or friends, to increase the pain and humiliation for all present. Some Hamas members pursued victims uh, who escaped the massacre, dragging them by their hair with screams. The majority of victims were subsequently killed during or after the sexual assault. Um, okay, let's pause there and we will we will get back to uh, some of that. James, your first thoughts. For almost 18 years, I was a criminal prosecutor. I was a public prosecutor in my county and I handled many rape cases and many murder cases. And I have read thousands of forensic psychiatric reports. Um, obviously in my career, I had never handled anything approaching the scale or scope of this. But it does give me a little context here. Um, you know, British and American audiences probably have all heard of Jack the Ripper, the infamous serial killer from the late 1800s, who uh, in uh, parts of London uh, targeted prostitutes for mutilation murders. And obviously that guy, uh, he hasn't, I mean, there've been theories about his identification. We take comfort in the fact that it's one sick, twisted individual. And there is some comfort in that. But what we're looking at here on October 7th, thousands upon thousands of Hamas operatives and others and others swarmed into southern Israel 
to engage in one of the most horrific attacks, systematic, thousands. The report is, I mean, the just report makes it plain when you look at the details. This was an intentional, pre-planned, systematic design. The torture and sexual assault of both men and women and children and elderly was part of the plan all along. How do we know this? It happened at every site that was attacked, at the IDF uh, watch posts, at the uh, music festival, at all the kibbutzim uh, that were attacked. They all involved the same systematic uh, uh, evidence we have here. And <clears throat> I have to give some details. As you indicated, while women were being raped, while women were being raped, they were stabbed or immediately after stabbed. There was, as the media report, uh, now, mind you, media reports, I watched Fox News last night and this morning, not a breath of this report. And you'd think that the conservative media in this country would have had a breath of a word about this. I looked at the Wall Street Journal this morning, nothing. No, no, no. We had some a sympathetic story about what's happening to the poor children in Gaza today. Not Nothing about this report. But back to what happened on October 7th. Knives were found inside the genitals of women, inside the anuses of people, other sharp objects and metal instruments. A live grenade was found inside one woman's vagina. People were mutilated as they were being raped. When I had said weeks earlier at the start of this that there were people who were raped to death, people didn't quite understand what I meant because they said, well, rape is rape. You know, most rape victims survive. And there is it, they, they were shot? Well, yeah, sometimes they just shot them afterwards. But in some instances, and we had medical pathology reports from the doctors examining of crushed pelvises, little girls with crushed pelvises and bones disjointed and dislocated in their legs. They were literally, literally raped to death. There was a specific obsession, apparently, at all of these sites with genitals. Men's genitals were cut off. Women's genitals, breasts were mutilated or cut off. Objects were found, as I say, jammed into the genitals and anuses of the victims. Still worse, they would tie, use twist ties to tie the victims together and torture and sexually assault one or both of the person so that their partner or their friend could not escape or evade what was happening right against their very bodies before they would be raped and killed and tortured. These are some of the most horrific acts, but they are not done by a single Jack the Ripper, ladies and gentlemen. They were done by thousands of people that day, thousands of Hamas operatives and others. And it was cheered on the streets and it was celebrated on the streets. And it, and yes, Guterres, the head of the United Nations said that October 7th did not happen in a vacuum. The important part of the vacuum that he left out is the fundamental cause which is the Islamic culture today. 
Leonard Peikoff in his book, The Ominous Parallels said, we dare not brush aside unexplained horrors such as the Nazis. And Ayn Rand even quoted that passage in her introduction to Dr. Peikoff's book. We today dare not because it is happening now. It is still active. It's not like the Third Reich, which was destroyed 70, 80 years ago. This is the living active culture of most Muslims today. That is the fundamental cause. That is what's pathological here. What we have is a Jack the Ripper only on a cultural scale that involves millions upon millions of Muslims in this world today. If Lord Cameron, the British foreign minister, thinks that it's a question of these poor people being oppressed by Israel, of apartheid in Israel, uh, Israeli occupation, that's all nonsense. Absolute nonsense. The motive for this is their hatred of Jews and Israel and civilization. And the United Nations is, with our money, funding the propaganda that makes these people enjoy and relish it. Because of the final fact that I wanted to cover is perhaps the most disturbing. There was cheering, there was celebrating, as men were gang-raping women. There was cheering, hooting, hollering, celebration, the equivalent of high-fiving, as they're mutilating, dismembering people, even as they rape them. Partners were forced to watch their partner get raped and tortured and killed. Mothers were forced to watch their children get raped and tortured and killed. Can you imagine something more horrific? If it were an individual criminal, we would say if it was the Manson family, we would say this is unspeakable. No, ladies and gentlemen, this is the essence of Palestinian culture. This is the essence of Palestine. When we say that the Palestinians are to blame, that's what we mean. Oh, yeah. Are their kids being propagandized and brainwashed? Absolutely. By their teachers, by the perpetrators, like UNRWA, who are the perpetrators, who are the ones spreading this hate. The United Nations is responsible for this attitude, at least in part. The appeasement of the West and their naivete is responsible for this, in part. <laughs> but of course, most fundamentally, it is the monsters who did this. And what is the cause? We as objectivists know the cause. Philosophy. It is the savage, mystical, collectivist, brut brutally, violently racist culture that is spawned by Islam today and is normal on the Muslim streets today. You all these calls for a ceasefire, all these that started immediately, all of these, all of the support uh, for Hamas, South Africa, South Africa, better take a hard look in the mirror as to what they are defending, calling Hamas has intentional, explicit genocidal intention. October 7th demonstrates that intention, and yet they have the temerity to use that kind of language in their uh, international kangaroo court of injustice uh, nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the pathology, a Jack the Ripper level sick pathology is normal in the Muslim world today. It is the normal culture of Islam today that would celebrate this, that would ignore, to the extent they ignore it, it's evil enough but to the extent that they understand and celebrate it and mouth justifications for it and blame Israel for it, 
is sick. We are, if we do not, in the West, face up to the Islamic culture and its path. Now, it is not racism to criticize a culture or a religion. It is not racism. It is not, and all those cultural relativists out, it's not genetic. Arab Muslims do not need, do not have this built into their brains, this kind of hatred. No, it is the cause. The cause is philosophy, ladies and gentlemen. The philosophy that UNRWA, with your tax dollars, is teaching Palestinian children on the West Bank and Gaza. Ideas are behind all of this. But it was systematic, intentional. They enjoyed it as they were doing it. Thousands, thousands of Palestinians were engaged in this kind of behavior, enjoying it. Yeah, they and- have a pathology of a Jack the Ripper. Only we have millions upon millions of Jack the Rippers out there today. Yeah, and you mentioned Muslim culture. We know that here in the UK because we've had um, these gangs in in certain places where uh, there are large Muslim communities who you know had this whole also systematic uh, uh, you know gangs of, that would rape young girls uh, in in the UK and the. In some cases, the police didn't want to deal with it because, again, they would be accused of racism. But, yeah, the point about how specifically in Palestinian culture, this is important to make because uh, even Israel itself, you know, um, goes out of its way to say, look, we're fighting against Hamas. We're not fighting against the Palestinians. We go out of our way, as they as they absolutely do, to avoid so-called civilian casualties. So it is important to take a close look at that and remember that when, when uh, Hamas, you know, Hamas didn't inform anybody of what they were planning, but when people heard that uh, that parts of the fence were down, they marched into Israel, they participated in this. Those who didn't celebrated. One of the uh, famous videos from that day is the video of uh, uh, them uh, in, a, in a pickup truck with the body of Shani Luke, who was uh, um, raped and murdered. And you see it's her dead, um, almost naked body. And you see people just abusing the body uh, because so so we need to enjoying it and enjoying yeah and this is body. and and this is why it's important this is why it's important for us to do an episode like this and go into the details and and encourage people uh, to go and watch the videos because again these people enjoyed it so much that they live streamed themselves on Facebook they recorded it they posted it online they boasted about it. And um, and 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 again, uh, that's that's those who did it, and those who didn't do it in Gaza were celebrating it. So so they it, there was a reason. If you do something, so for example, the Muslim rape gangs in the UK don't film what they do and boast about it because they would have a problem. Uh, and, but in Gaza, you don't have a problem. You're celebrated for that. Uh, so so this is. It's important when we, yeah, as you mentioned, when we say the Palestinian authority pays bounties for these terrorists, they're on the pay. The Palestinian Authority has these uh, Jack the Ripper twisted monsters on the payroll. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's by the way, as as we uh, we we discussed, it's supported by over ninety percent of the uh, of the Palestinian population. So uh, I mean, in in a poll, over ninety percent supported. I also just say that the, the the evidence is conclusive at this point. We have. We had witness reports that were taken independently, independently and separately, individual witness reports taken back October 8th, 9th, 10th. And based on those witness reports, it was disturbing. I had the for some of the reports from the forensic analysis, the pathology reports of bodies that were so badly burnt, 
babies burnt alive and beheaded. That's all fact now. Uh, we now have the reports from first responders, other witnesses, and, it, and their independent reports, the first responders who come there and see, for example, uh, people tied up so they have to witness each other getting raped and tortured, or the evidence that showed how mothers would have to watch this, partners would have to watch this, how victims were literally tied together as they were being victimized. Um, we now have the, the first responder reports, which corroborate the witness reports, which corroborate independently the forensic pathology reports. This in a court of law would be proof, I can tell you as a prosecutor, that would be proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Any, anyone who denies this, who is, <laughs> I don't even want to bring up Owen Jones' name. Anyone like that is truly evil truly an evil human being, because they are now ignoring conclusive evidence that rape and torture were systematically and intentionally used by the Palestinians on October 7th. Anyone mouthing excuses for these terrorists or taking an anti-Israeli side is justifying a living Nazi culture today. Imagine, imagine the Nazis were still with us. Imagine there were still millions of such Nazis still around. Imagine the West putting their head in the sand like ostriches. Yet that is exactly what's going on. The Guardian, the BBC, the New York Times, they put their hand, heads in the sand. And rather than recognize the sick, twisted nature of millions of human beings, that's what they have to say. This is a sick culture. That's the enemy. That's the enemy, ladies and gentlemen. Until we do until we can take on Islamic culture as it is today, the Islamists, like I say, any culture that would kill people over a picture of the prophet, get homicidally about, is a sick culture. But now you can really see it. The thousands of perpetrators of October 7th, thousands of them, thousands of them were celebrating. I don't mean to be graphic, but to know that they were enjoying this, we have semen residue multiple semen residue on multiple victims, elderly torture and rape victims. These people enjoyed it. These people got sick pleasure from it. These people are probably beyond the help of any psychotherapy. They're so twisted. But that is what their culture has done to them. And that is the enemy. And any naive person, whether it's my president, Mr. Biden, or Lord Cameron, the the foreign minister for Great Britain, if they don't recognize that, and if they don't see that that, October 7th, is a uniquely horrific thing, that it is the psychology behind that that needs to be addressed and answered. We need to answer. You know, it's in the wake of 9-11, George Bush said, oh, it's not Islam. It's not the Islamic culture we're against. We'd, we lost the war the minute he said that. Yeah, and, I mean, he said Islam is a religion of peace, and we have been uh, we've been experiencing more and more of that peace since nine eleven because of the West's uh, weak response. But again, it's it's also it's it's very much on Israel because Israel needs to uh, if it if it wants international support, and I think it does too much uh, in in that you know in that arena. I think it should just focus on the war, and then uh, you know the the right people would support Israel. But uh, yeah, Israel is. is talking about again it's talking about Hamas it's not talking about uh the Palestinian people being the enemy and and because this is a culture that um that uh, from which the the uh, the terrorists came for uh, from which the support for the terrorists came uh it's 
it's again, it's important to uh, to remind people of that. I, I just want to bring up one more thing, which is in recent days, I think also yesterday in Israel, there was a report about uh, Yehia Sinwar, the, uh, the leader of uh, Hamas in Gaza, and his brother, Mohammed Sinwar, and um, their actual personal history of, of raping children, which is also a very uh, a, a thing that, uh, you know, happens in Muslim communities. And, and of course, raping children among among Palestinians. So this is very much a, a part of a culture. And this is a culture that well, it's still going the West on. is going to survive and, and the entire West, not just Israel. The West well, is going to survive. This culture needs to be defeated. Oh, defeated and defeated ideologically, sir. And that needs to be taken on in that way. When the hostages were taken and when we first came to air back in early October, Razi, you and I, people thought we were pretty cold to the hostages out there. But I was saying things like, well, you know, the unspeakable hell that they're probably going through. Well, we have that confirmed now. We now know about m continuous sexual assault going on among the hostages that were taken. That is another fact. I would urge, as a former prosecutor, I know that sexual crimes are the least likely to be reported for various reasons. That is especially true in time of war. But these facts need to be made known. These facts need to be all over Western media. We need to understand just how sick and twisted, I mean, think about it. Jack the Ripper, there are thousands of Jack the Rippers who perpetrated October 7th. We have a culture that no doubt has millions, millions of Jack the Rippers among them. And until we get that culture addressed, until we call it out as evil, until we give it the negative sanction, it merits more than anything I can think merits it right now. We are going to be continuously victimized uh, by October 7th. And the, the, the horrors will just get worse. They'll find ever that my imagination is much too limited to come up with the unspeakably twisted things that happen on October 7th. But they have the mentality that will. Expected to get more, expected to get worse, until and unless this sick culture that involves millions of people around the globe is taken on and taken on ideologically. Horrors of this kind will continue. And insofar as the media doesn't cover it in Great Britain and the United States, they are complicit in hiding the pathology of the Palestinian culture. I want to thank Gail. Uh, thank you, Gail, for the super chat. Thank you, Bonnie, for your super chat. And thank you, Christian, for your super chat. Christian says, why this obsession with genitals? Uh, I'd say it is because genitals are the reproductive organs. Um, and so they target genitals and breasts used to feed babies because that's what real genocide is. Um, exactly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, I think they're just you know, savages. I don't know if they think to, to that level of, uh, of depth. You know, it could be that they're just savages thinking, what is the... Well, they are the most sensitive thing? parts of the human body, both to pleasure and to pain. And so it is uniquely humiliating, a uniquely painful, a uniquely distressing thing for a partner or a parent to see because they wanted an audience too. That's the other thing this report brings out. They wanted other people to see what they were doing. Uh, and they were doing it in groups, gangs. They were doing it in a coordinated effort together. And it is a sick, weird obsession with genitals that's hard to explain. But they found sharp metal instruments, weapons inside a woman's, a, a grenade inside a woman's vagina. 
they uh, mutilated or cut off men's genitals or shoved things up their anuses. Uh, those are simply the facts. Women, children, men, elderly women were treated this way. They would shoot them in the genitals. Specifically, they found numerous victims who were shot in the genitals. Yeah, it's a bizarre obsession. These are Jack the Ripper twisted sick people only on a scale of thousands who did it that day and millions who uh, celebrate it. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, just to wrap up, I think it's, it's you mentioned this and it's important to mention the people in the West who are calling for a ceasefire or calling for people to get away with this and are calling for people to actually be allowed to do this again because they've, they've made a commitment and they... They are telling the truth. I absolutely believe them when they say they will do October 7th again and again and again until Israel is annihilated. So, uh, the, you know, ceasefire is a nice sounding word and do not let people get away with it. When they say ceasefire now, they say more rape, more murder of Jews until uh, there is nobody left to murder and rape. Uh, if somebody asked in the chat, is this uh, a pro-Gaza video. Yes, it is a pro-Gaza video. We want Gaza to be not what it is, but to be something that is, uh, uh, you know, human-friendly. Every picture that they use to get our sympathy about Palestinian civilians in Gaza, think about it. It's Hamas's fault. It is Hamas. They use their hospitals. They use their schools. We've said it before. They use their own babies as shields. But consider what they did on October 7th. These people do not care about human life. They are happy to martyr themselves in this cause. No, it is all the fault of Hamas. It's all the fault of these terrorists. It has, every single Palestinian baby is the result of this sadistic culture that necessitates this, but I'm afraid the West doesn't have the uh, moral clarity or backbone to do what, what it takes to truly annihilate and annihilate this entire culture. That is what must happen, ladies and gentlemen, or we are appeasing and encouraging more rape, torture, and brutal mutilating, mutilating of dead bodies, etc., again and again and again, just as Hamas leadership is promised will happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, so... For this to end, uh, you know, they do need to be defeated, but they won't be, as we will be discuss discussing on the reality show, because the people who need to, to defeat them, Israel, uh, aren't willing to do what's what's needed. Um, I want to uh, thank Jonathan for the super chat. Uh, Willful Thinker mentions, and this is uh, important to mention, I, I remember seeing this, an Israeli uh, asked the Hamas prisoner, this was a couple of months ago, in an interview, why they raped women. The prisoner shrugged and said to dirty them so this is you know th that's that kind of thinking tells you that this is a cultural uh, a cultural thing th this rape that happened it wasn't you know planned, intentional systematic part of the plan groups um, everywhere whether they were attacking an idf outpost the the music festival or the various kibbutzim that were attacked it happened in each of those places and in groups systematically. Uh, thank you, Stefan, for the super chat. Um, thank you, Johnny, for the super chat. Johnny says, I'm sorry you have to do this very necessary episode. It's difficult to hear, but it needs to be heard. Enric, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Enric says, thank you for the moral honesty. Yeah, it's a difficult episode to do, but, you know, we're talking about it. People actually live this uh, and, and, and then 
died like this. This was the last moments of their life. So, um, yeah, the world needs to know. For the rest of their lives, for the rest of their lives, they'll be living with this. And and the world needs to know and needs to know the details. Need to needs to know well how how um, what Palestinian culture is and who the Palestinian people are. And we will keep uh, you know keep keep telling the world uh, and whoever will listen. And we hope uh, you see value in this episode as difficult as it is and um, consider sharing it. Thank you, James, for joining me. Uh, we will. Um, uh, the reality show will start in a, a couple of minutes and we will be back with the daily objective tomorrow. Thanks.